fucking monsters. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, uh, mics are hot. Right, welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. Anyway, on today's episode, we're going to, of course, cover your headlines. Uh, Randy has been modding the S2K. Gonna mod the S2K? Maybe. Question mark? Question yes. mark? Profiling the Legends is back to cover Smoky Eunuch. And finally, we continue our holiday segment, Holidays for Car Guys, this time the Kwanzaa edition. But first, let's kick it off with some headlines. All right. Uh, for me this week, Toyota had a big announcement. Um, they have unveiled a slew of EV cars. Okay. Uh, one of the links is on our uh, Trello board. Okay. Um, there's rumors of an EV. There's a sports car. There are two sports cars on the list. They want to do 30 EVs by 2030. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what? I don't know okay. if that's feasible or maybe it is or not. That seems very aggressive. It's it is very aggressive. So thirty new cars in nine years. Uh, or ten. Yes. Yeah. Well, because they because they're gonna yeah. count ones they already released. Yes. Yes. Full EV also at that. So um, we'll see. It's not impossible because it takes about five years to develop a car. They will probably adopt the uh, patented Randy invention of Which skateboarding is... your, your car, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Right? Yes, They're going to have like a base, yeah. and then yes. you're going to put skins on it, and they're right. going to call it 30 right. different right. cars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But Potentially. Uh, yeah. Real, real, maybe they'll have like five different Right. Because if you think about like a small chassis, like a Corolla-sized chassis, you could put a RAV4-sized SUV on that. Lift it a little bit and call it a SUV. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. yeah. So, um, one of them was an EV sports car. Okay. That looked um pretty exciting. Um, rumors have it that it may be the next MR2 in an EV. Um, which has been circling around for some time now. Yeah, just, but so was the Supra for how long? 10, 15 years? Right, yeah. Like, yes. I, I think at this point, with how long that rumor has stuck, uh -huh. it feels substantiated somewhat. Yeah. Or maybe that's just me being hopeful. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, all they can do is go up from, from the last MR2 Spider, even though it's a great track car. I don't know. I think they can still go down. Really? You think so? Uh, yeah. I mean... If they don't get certain things right, I mean, okay. if they're making a sports car, mm -hmm. there's some expectations of performance. Yes. Right, and that includes the battery. Correct. So. So let's say 240 horsepower, mid-engine, rear-wheel drive. You think that's enough for an EV? Uh, yeah, if if the weight is about the same as a standard MR2 or like a. Uh, the the thing with EVs though is that the problem isn't the motor. Right? It's, it's the batteries. The batteries. Correct. Yes. So, so regardless of the output, yeah, of the of the of the electric motor, you're Ye gonna need the batteries there. Keep in mind, it's only a two seater. Okay. So there probably won't be a ton of room for batteries. Yeah. So range, it's a balance of range and um, power, right? And capacity. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be interested. I hope, th hopefully, it's influenced at least by the old MR2. Yeah, a any one of them. I don't care which one. Really? Yeah, I don't care which one it's influenced. But I mean, 
I don't want it to look like the spider. Yes. But if it's influenced by and they end up making up for the spider somehow mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. making it super cool. Yes. Then, you know, then I'm, I'm down with it. I'm cool with it. And let me ask this. If the spider had 200 horsepower, would it have been cool? No. No, you don't no. think so? For me, it was the, all about the looks. It was the looks for yeah, you totally? Yeah, the looks, yeah. Because that's why it's a good track car, right? A track car doesn't have to look good. Correct. Because as long as it's fast and you're putting good lap times down, mm-hmm. that's a respectable car. Yes. You know, you earn respect differently on the track. Than on the street. Than on the, the street or, that's on, true. or at a show. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. And looks-wise, it just just wasn't a Yeah, right. not, not my cup of tea. I knew some people that dug them. Yeah. But not my cup of tea. Yeah, sometimes it comes across my YouTube and it's like, ooh, that would be – that is a good – platform dude for sure it's cheap yeah. as fuck still. i think the fact that you've wanted an mr2 before correct and you have yeah. kind of an yeah. inkling to get into track driving yes it makes sense yeah it could it makes sense it won't and, happen. and they're not like because <laughs> i have I already other do that i already yeah i have other cars before then <laughs> yeah so, yes. but it's not astronomical to buy one either. that's correct and know? that's what i that's what really appeals to me about it and they case swap them yes you can case swap the hell out of it have i convinced you yet <laughs> No. But yet. let's get into our next headline. So yes. hydrogen. You know what hydrogen really means, Randy? Uh, and we haven't discussed this at all. We always talk about the science of hydrogen and all this. Th- Turns out hydrogen is a lot more fun than we had originally thought. Why is that? If we want to keep exhaust sounds in a world where emissions is super strict, uh-huh. hydrogen is going to save us. It it makes sounds? It makes sounds, like just like an engine. So Toyota modified a, a Yaris okay. to run on hydrogen. Okay. And they it's a, it's essentially a sports car. It's a hot hatch. Okay. Uh, it uses the same 1.6-liter t- turbo from the Yaris. Mm-hmm. Um, it uses the Mirai fueling hard, uh, system. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, and then and their whole intention is to bring performance in out or give – Hydrogen, the reputation of performance. Okay. That's the whole point. Nice. But, I mean, we hadn't really considered that if we want to keep exhaust sounds. Yes. Hydrogen is going to be there for us. I'm oh. team hydrogen now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you yeah. rather have a electric car that is piping random car sounds through your speakers or a hydrogen car that is going to give you the genuine experience? I mean – if it's if your car your beamer like rolling on the street still sounds the same but it's just hydrogen, hydrogen yeah and spitting out water or yeah a steam yeah yeah I, I would obviously take the hydrogen because that's really the only part that's the part of it that we would miss yeah with the EV situation. absolutely and this is a Toyota Europe project okay who knows if it's the truth if it's not I haven't heard the car myself mm-hmm. um, I didn't look up recently but I did look it up when I was uh, writing this out. I don't know. Like it, it I am skeptical, uh-huh. but it does seem like, you know, this is a cool future prospect in terms of keeping cars nice and noisy. Yeah. No, that's very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. But anyway, let's get into our next headline. Um so The Office is one of your favorite shows, right, John? Yes, it is. Yes. There, yes it is. There's a new um s- not I won't I don't want to say spin-off, but it's like the same style and humor is being is uh, being developed for a show called American Auto. 
And it's the same lady that was in the sketches with Will Ferrell that was the cheerleader. Okay. Those cheerleader sketches. Okay. Um, I can't think of her name right. Um, is it Anna Gesteyer? Um, anyways, um, they are basing it on a American car company that's like flopping right now. Oh, so so the premise of the show is like a dysfunctional car company. Correct. Oh <laughs> yes. my god! And it's actually really funny. Like I is was. It, is it an actual car company? Are they using no, like a, no, no, oh, no? They're okay. not using a real car company, but they do use real cars that they just modify, like the bumper and the grill. Right. So it's not obviously like a Dodge uh, Caravan or whatever. Okay. But um, I was really highly doubtful about it. Yeah. And then I watched the trailer. And maybe we can insert the trailer. Uh, but dude, it's it, it was actually it made me laugh. I don't know, like how do you feel? Do you feel like that? Um, so there's this show. I think it's on Netflix uh-huh. where Kevin James is running a NASCAR team. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard I, of that I, one. Okay, it's like Hulu or Netflix or it's one of those. Yes, it's it's funny in a Kevin James King of Queens way. Okay, but it didn't. S- it didn't strike at my enthusiast heart strike at my enthusiast oh, heartstrings, right? Okay. Yes, yes. So I guess that's my question for you. I haven't seen the trailer. Correct. So based on the trailer, like how much is it is it cars like how in the forefront are cars versus just kind of being part of the backdrop, like as an excuse to be funny? Um for so in the um preview, which we can again probably show or play maybe. Yeah. Um it's there's a black guy and they're test driving self driving in this preview uh-huh. and it just runs over cardboard people uh-huh. and it's like he's like the black guy's like well yeah it, it can't see sh- like the self driving can't see shadows unfortunately <laughs> therefore it can't see like colored skin it's like well then is the car racist and he's like no it's not racist the black guy's saying all this yeah 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 he's like wait it can't see black people hmm actually yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> And so that one got me. That's why I was like, oh, dude, this is oh, actually fucking funny. It's, it sounds like it'll be funny so, for sure. So, yes, it kind of is like it's almost playing on a lot of like car tech stuff today. Right. It's as a, the forefront rather than racing or whatever. Right. It's more mainstream yes. automotive culture yes. versus yeah, yeah, what yeah. we understand the culture to be. Correct. Plus making fun of car cult- – uh, sorry, corporate culture just like The Office did. That – okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Where is it? What it's is- NBC. So it's uh, not so just – So you have to sh- subscribe for Peacock? That's actually correct too. Uh, Me, most man. likely. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man, like yeah. I think there is an app out there that co- sort of controls all your subscriptions. I might have to look into that because I wouldn't mind. Like, I think the way I'm gonna do it is I'm gonna start jumping around different okay. services uh-huh. instead of having a subscription to Netflix and Hulu. I do share HBO. Yep. I'll just be like, okay, I got a show that I'm watching on Netflix. Uh huh. I'm just going to have Netflix this month and cancel everything else. Oh, so then you can jump between as to you want to catch yeah. up on shit. Because I know what I don't want to end up doing is paying the same amount of money I was paying for cable. Like yes. subscribing <laughs> yeah. for everything, you know? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm still giving Spectrum money for my internet. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. come on. And did you bump your internet up because of uh, work from home? No. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, I've never really had a problem. Okay. Yeah, I went. I maxed out. Oh, you maxed out. Yeah, I was like, well, what are you at right now? Four hundred um, megs down. I don't even know what I'm at. I think I'm at one hundred. Free is like two hundred. 
Oh. Or not free. The lowest tier is now 200. Lowest so tier. So that's doable. I got screwed because the kids were on um, Zoom during the school day. Oh. And then I never bumped so, it back down. Yeah. Because it's nice. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. I used to not be able to use your internet. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, now I can, yeah. now I can yes. use it. Yes. But anyway, moving on to our next headline Tesla be lying, Randy. They continue, okay. continue to lie. So the Model S Plaid can't go 200 miles an hour, which is something that they've claimed. Uh-huh. And uh, current drivers saying that they couldn't even if they wanted to. Really? So apparently the car handles so terribly uh-huh. above, really anything above, uh, what did they say, like 100 miles an hour? Maybe a little more than that. They got it to 162. Okay. Which is where it's governed. Mm-hmm. But apparently at those speeds, it was already wandering, a uh, lot of slop in the steering Oh yeah. at high speeds. That's yeah. scary. Yes, that is That's scary. really scary. To hit 200 and not, yeah, have questionable handling. So, like, we know, we know the software world, right? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes the things that are sold aren't necessarily what is available. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Tesla clearly has adopted this sort of way of working. Yes. But at what point is it too much, right? Like, they, this they, car and driver described this car as not being able to essentially be controlled at 160 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. But they're claiming that it can do 200 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Are they – do you think they're defended by the fact that maybe the motor theoretically can do 200, but oh. the car can't? Right, right. Or do you right, need to right, hold right. them accountable to like, you know, this is all BS. Because it's like a questionable 200. I mean, or it's like a scary 200. Yeah, for sure. It's like a, like a you know, rather than having like a five percentile chance of dying, uh-huh. it's like a 50% chance uh, of dying hmm. in that car. That's a good question. But Tesla, as we know, is habitually doing this kind of stuff. Oh, right? and habitually to extreme ends. Yes. Um, their former Tesla employees are coming out and saying that the first uh, self-driving video that Tesla put out what? was faked. Oh, the one in 2016 or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So what they did was map out the actual route <laughs> and then took the car on that route. Oh, So it wasn't okay. actually self-driving. It was just following a map. Oh, wow. Allegedly. Al- allegedly. Right. That's what the former Tesla mm. uh, employees are saying. Well, so if if for your first question, if it can hit 200 or people can actually get it to 200, even if it's a shaky 200, it's 200. But, I mean, they said they wouldn't even try to go past the 162 that they were able to get to. And, sorry, what was the source again? Was car it like, driver. Oh, so it's a, a magazine. A reputable magazine. That does testing for cars. For sure, yeah. To, to, to verify its abilities. Mm-hmm. And they are not confident it can hit 160. Past no, 160. not at all. I mean, they made it sound like no chance. Well, And they said five stops from 70 miles an hour and three from 100. Cook the brakes. Damn. Yeah. And now, but the good thing is that Tesla is now offering a carbon ceramic brake package to help with that. Okay. At (laughs) (laughs) $20,000. I guess if you're buying the Model S Plaid, you got the money to throw 20 grand at it. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sucks. 
That's a lot of money. Yeah. For carbon pads and rotors. Yeah, but, man. Uh, so I guess Car and Driver, just like Consumer Reports, they do uh fair or as fair and honest of a testing as we can perceive. Yeah, as for consumers. Sure. So yeah. if they're questioning it, then I would actually side with them versus the manufacturer. Yeah, there's some validity to them. I mean, I I have no reason not to believe them. Correct. Right, and they've built up a pretty good reputation in the space. Right, right, right. I don't know what the intentions of these ex employees are, but that's uh, that's I guess that's another story. Yes, that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I let's get know. into our next headline. Randy, our background in IT might help us out moving into the moving into the car world. How's that? Um, Stellantis plans uh-huh. to generate twenty two point five billion dollars in new software revenue. Oh yeah, I, by twenty thirty. Yeah, exclusively yeah. software revenue. By way of subscription model. By correct? way of subscription model, uh, and the, and selling more cars that yes. supports those uh, subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, on the one hand, you know our our kind of background and what we do as a day job. Yes. Helps us move into this world. Yes. But we did recently hear that Toyota is now charging a subscription fee for remote start. Did you? Did you? See I that? heard about that. I didn't read into it too much. That's what I'm afraid of. Where like, they piecemeal yeah, or like, they a la carte, like, functions of a car. Yeah, not that I care about those things. Right. Right? But, like, it's cool to have every once in a while. Like, I have remote start in the Colorado. Oh, you do? Yeah. It, it's And it comes from the factory remote start. Oh, I didn't. Okay. But if okay. Chevy charged me eight bucks to a month yeah, to start you, my you car. get from, it. Hell no. Right, right, right. Not a chance, man. No way. That's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, where it makes sense. Okay, so car uh, remote start works best in like Arizona in the dead of summer. Yeah, or the dead of winter in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. North. Um, So if you think about it, to be able to just pay for the months that you're actually going to use it, that's not versus it's like a five hundred dollar, a thousand dollar option. From factory what a salesman dude well no what I'm a not, salesman, yeah yeah, yeah. Dude. i mean oh you're you're already trying to interview for stellantis <laughs> <laughs> just for that function i don't know what other functions they might nickel and dime us for oh my god yeah uh, that, i didn't even consider that you're right yes you're right like it, it the because it's the why, yeah. why pay for that option right when you can spend you know 30 bucks a year right and use it when you need it correct just for those few months that you would act because you almost but, never use it. But if you own a car over like a twenty-year span, correct. That's where it's a major issue. Yeah. Or people will hack that thing, dude. There's no way you can't. Yeah, I guess eventually. Yeah. Kinda, like I mean, if Stellantis ha- need, yeah. has a way of getting into it, right. Somebody will find. Yeah, it. they're gonna reverse engineer. It's gonna be a chip or a piggyback something, and. You and know. then you'll have all the features. Correct. So it's almost our benefit. That's crazy. Because you can hack PS3 and PS4s now, right? So it's just a matter of time. It started with DLC for games. Yes. Right. Yes. Was there anything before that that was like this? Where you're getting nickel and dimed. Where you're getting nickel and dimed. Like now, dude, I go to like Red Robin and they put a little computer in yes. front of me. Like, yeah. Oh, you're gonna out. pay on that, but before you pay. Look at these games. Right. You know, yeah, they're yeah, a dollar yeah. a game or whatever. And I'm yes. like, I don't want ads at my table. Yeah, 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 which they are. Yeah, yes. and now you're getting it with cars. Yes, Um, which they may do. What if they force ads down your throat in the car when you start up 
and you have to pay your way out of them. It's the easiest way for these companies to make money. That's a shit ton of money. You know, like, unless these companies care about their consumers Which they so don't. much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have no incentives to not put ads in our cars. They might even charge you to not have ads. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you pay, just like YouTube, Yeah. you would pay to not have to watch the fucking ad. When I'd, you start up the car, they're going to give you a 20-second. I'd be something. so mad, man. Yeah? That sucks. That really sucks. That is so lame, man. And there's no way to turn the volume off or anything. You would have to listen to that shit. And, like, these cars have, like, um, voice control. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So now this car is listening to you. There's that, too. It'll be connected. So, yeah. Whenever you're driving it. Yes. And then building ads around what you're saying. It could be doing that. It, it'll build ads around where you're going. Oh, and yeah. And dri- <laughs> what you're driving by. If you're get, like headed to. I don't know why the first one that came to me was Hooters. Like, if you're <laughs> on the way to Hooters. Twin, I know why. Or Twin Peaks. <laughs> yes. They're called breast. Oh, you know that. Restaurants. Bre- you taught me that. Oh, oh yeah, did, yeah, yeah. I didn't know I did. that was a term, restaurant. Because I went to a restaurant on a work trip. And they told you that would, that's what it was called? Yeah, it was called Bone Daddies. <laughs> that's the name of the place. Yeah. Oh, so there's more yeah. than just like Hooters and... Twin Peaks, yeah, and Tilted Kilt, yes. So there are like mom and pop restaurants? They're regional, like mini franchises. Yes, yeah, so you're on the way to your, you know, your Bone Daddies or your <laughs> your Twin Peaks or driving by and you get some ad and they know you're male, right? Yeah, they do that. The car will know that you're male, so they're going to th- throw sh- that shit at How's you. How's it going to know? Um, if it's you or your wife, who knows? Maybe you'll have a persona bit and it'll adjust your seat to you and it'll adjust all your settings to you, thus... Knowing that you're nope. the male, yes, yes. I mean, you can you can decline to answer. You, you know? could, you totally could. And but then it could, yes, damn. Dude, and then you get ads for Chippendales. That's too much, man. I'm <laughs> yes. gonna be driving '90s shit boxes forever, for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. we'll be converting them to EV when we need to, <laughs> yeah. if and when we need to, right? No ads. No ads. We'll said we'll sell them too. We'll sell ad free shit boxes. <laughs> <laughs> We'll promote them as ad-free yes. shitboxes. But anyway, like let's get into another headline. Would you rather hit two miles, 200 miles an hour going to work every day or work from home? Ooh. And I can't choose a mix, right? No, it has to be one or the other. 200 miles an hour per day? No, no, no. You, dro- you hit 200 miles per hour what do you driving mean? to work. Every day, Be- you have you have to hit that speed. Okay, in yeah. a car. In a car, not a train. Not a train. You're driving the car. I'm driving the car, and I'd have to hit 200 miles an hour, or work from home. Or work from home. I choose work from home. You choose work from home. I do, unfortunately. Really? Yes. If it was oh the bullet God. trains in China or Japan, I would take the bullet train. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, on our YouTube debut, we are <laughs> canceling <laughs> <anyone>. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, and that's because I'm presuming in my head this scenario is because I'm in like one of the current cars that I have. Yeah. Which is just not safe at 200 miles an hour. Right. But I mean, you could you could get a car that is safe at 200 miles an hour. If that was the case and everybody else was also in a scenario where the car was safe at 200 miles an hour. 
Nah, it has to be you're the like, only one. Like you're the only one in a Bugatti, like that type of okay, shit. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. I just I I couldn't see it. So F1 designer Peter Stevens stated that a McLaren uh, had 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 come in for regular service, and when they downloaded the data from the ECU, they discovered that nearly every time the car had been used, uh-huh. it had hit 200 miles per hour. Wow! E- nearly every time. And it turns out uh, Thomas Buster, Buster, okay, um, who was a banker, uh, regularly commuted from Cologne to Frankfurt. Cologne, Germany, to Frankfurt, Germany. Yes. On the autobahn. On the autobahn, and hit two hundred miles per hour nearly every time. Well, yeah, if it was the McLaren, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was thinking like my S2000, so yeah. uh, I guess I wasn't thinking big enough. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I gave cool. you a Bugatti, at least. Yeah, I, that just didn't seem realistic. He actually went to go head Bugatti. That's why I... Uh, oh, he did? Yeah, that, yeah. The, the designer himself? The designer, yeah. And he was a racer, so he had experience with speed. Ah. He, he definitely spent some time racing, but that just blew my mind that, you know... Once a day, you hit 200 miles an hour. How desensitized do you think this man is to getting that fast? And, well, he's so obviously we're saying that the vehicle can handle it, right? Because oh, it's a sure. McLaren. Although it was described that it th- that car does get a little squirrely at those speeds. Sure, but, fair enough. But obviously, if far, it's doing it every day. And far safer than our cars, any of our cars, right? Oh, for so, sure, yeah. I'm not taking the E36 200 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, That's cool. He's yeah, got balls. Man, He's sure. definitely got balls, man. For that's, sure. I mean, because, yeah, cool. like 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 you mentioned, um, you're sharing the road with regular cars. Right. So right. you've got to have some pretty good vision Yes. to see that far ahead. At 200 miles an hour, you're already crossing football fields in seconds. Yes. Right. You know, exactly. That's, that's crazy. I don't man. think our eyes and brain can process that those speeds for any extended period of time. You know what I mean? Like with any type of input, like that comes across our way. Oh, a surprise reaction. The reaction yeah, time, I guess yeah, is what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Yes. At 200 miles an hour, you're, you're not, you don't have much room for, for error. So that's gutsy. That's, I mean, good on him. But I also guess. because he's going so fast, mm-hmm. the probability of like a, like a deer crossing the road, right? Let's, let's ignore the geographic location. Sure. For a deer to get hit by that car, the deer would have to be going super fast too. That's true. That it would almost have to be just like dumb luck. Yeah. To hit a, a it, it, the, that deer would have to be the flash too. Yes. Because he's gonna yes. see him come unless it like unless he's driving right up against the wall and then it pops out. Right. 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 On the yeah. outer lane, but they're gonna be in the fast lane. Yeah. 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 Right. So that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Like, yes. I yes. I think I'd be okay driving to work if that was the case. <laughs> At least for a little while. Like how long do you think how long do you think before that gets boring? I don't think it could get boring. I don't think so either. If I could afford a McLaren and dailing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think life would be pretty fucking good. What what would affording a McLaren be? Uh they're what, a quarter mil or like four hundred K? A McLaren F one right now? Oh, McLaren F1? Oh, yeah. Oh, a McLaren F1. Oh, you're talking about like a 720S? Like the MP4s. And the, yeah, I thought, uh, okay, yeah, okay. I thought that was it. So yeah, it's probably a, a quarter mil. It's a, but, the, but the F1, aren't those like... Those are millions, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, like three quarter mil to a mil. 
Uh, yeah, somewhere. Seven hundred fifty k to like a mil, probably. I, I thought right? they crossed a million. So it was an F one that was doing this. Yeah, but this was back in the day. You oh, know, this isn't recently. Okay. Yeah, this is a little farther back. Okay. Um, he was doing this, but you know, that's. I mean, I don't think. It's crazy because he's probably not the only one. Yeah. You yeah. know the fact. I I need to make it out to the autobahn just to feel that. Life, uh, life goals, bucket list. For sure, bucket list. Bucket list to but drive. But then also, it's kind of sketch, you know. I don't want to end up being a fugitive like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, you know, they're weren't we talking about how they might shut down those? High they're wanting like, to. They've been wanting to for a while. Mm. But I think there hasn't been any success mm. or traction gained on that. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into our final headline of the day: the end of Toyota reliability might be around the corner. Randy, why is that? So they have just okayed the use of imperfect parts to keep production oh, going. Oh, yeah, because of the part shortage, right? Yeah. Yes. And Toyota is not really known for that. Correct. Although they're saying this is all these are just cosme- cosmetic parts that people won't see. Right. Right. Um but does that still reduce the reliability? It could cuz you have to question if it's cosmetically not perfect. You have to question Whatever else it may be, also depends on the component. You're you're the Toyota ambassador of the show. I am. For Toyotas, is it that the powertrains are bulletproof, or is it that the whole package is reliable to like you know even light switches? Actually, speaking to '90s ones, yeah, definitely the whole package. As ugly as fuck as they were in the late '90s, yeah. Um, and I won't make exceptions because the Celica was never like perfect but like the camry man you just couldn't kill that fucking thing oh yeah so i guess if um if it was in a cosmetic defect on like a brake caliper you and i aren't worried right a rotor like if there's a scratch on the rotor not huge um i don't know what they're letting pass i would imagine they're choosing things like that that don't really have a net effect Let's say scratches on the um, airbox, right? Yeah, that's kind of the thing. That's kind of what they're describing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've done this before, apparently, in 2019. Okay. Um, they let some suppliers uh, provide parts with blemishes. Yep. Um, and it reduced the component rejections by 75%. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Yes. that's. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, Tesla has kind of reduced... The benchmark of quality. <laughs> <laughs> we, keep sh- yeah. we keep shitting on Tesla. But anyway, those are your headlines for today. Now let's move into something I'm very excited about. Yes. Modding the S2000. Randy, what are you getting yourself into? Uh, So lately there's been a, a slew of used. Okay, so I'm a used parts hoarder, buyer, looking for the deal. Type it's a of really thing. long way of saying cheap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes, I'm cheap. I'm looking for the deal. I'm looking for good ass deals. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if I mentioned recently that I picked on the show that I picked. Uh, uh, there was a red S2000 that came up on um, Facebook or whatever, and they were letting people pick at them. So I did get a, a trunk lid. Okay. For someday a spoiler. I'm still 
hunting for the spoiler, but I might have one. We'll see. Okay. Um, in addition to it, I got an airbox, as you know, right? Yes, so I can do right. like an airbox mod yeah. on the S2000. I think it's hilarious. Well, it's hilarious because <laughs> it's cheap as fuck. <laughs> an airbox mod. I just. Yeah, I that's was... the only thing you can do to get any gains out of the S2000. Oh, you, get, the... you, net, you net real gains. You actually net like five horsepower. Really? Out of it. Yes. Okay. But that's like, that's, and so it's like buying a $300 intake for like three to four horsepower Yeah. versus a $100 stock airbox and cutting it so that I have another OEM one if I need to for whatever reason. Um, but then you have an excuse to pop the hood. That's true. But hey. I don't, I don't care Yo, about bro, that. Yeah. Check out my airbox mod. <laughs> Yeah, which is just cutting some plastic out of the airbox. Yes. Oh, that's funny. So they're so well de- the airboxes are so well designed on the S two thousand you can't really optimize it with any other type of intake. Yeah, that car, man. It's uh yeah, it's I'm hoping I do well on this survive the twenty five challenge we're doing with like losing weight and, and reading and practicing car stuff. Okay. Because I want to eventually fit in an S two thousand. One came up a salvage one for eleven K this week. I saw it. Oh, you did? I saw it. And it's just, I have this, like, I have this bottled up need uh-huh. to buy another car. Oh, really? I really, <laughs> really want to buy another car. And I'm looking at E36 M3s. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't need something pretty. I don't need something completely together on the interior. Yeah. If I can find, like, a sort of raced out S2K. Yeah. Or E36, where they'll be a little cheaper, but I still get the cool, fun stuff. Right, right. I'd be right, down, right, right. but yeah. it's so hard, man. What's hard? Oh, getting inside. To, to find one. To find one that's cheap. To find one that's cheap, absolutely. Yeah, Correct. that's the first thing. And yes. then second, to kind of get myself to spend the money. Because I just don't need to. Correct. You know, like, yes. I don't really have the space for it. That You definitely don't have that. You well, know? I have room to keep it, but the thing is, and this is such a, a snobby thing, I feel like having enough cars to where you have to move them to drive one, that's that's when you have too many cars. Yeah. Right now, sure. I don't have to move any of my cars to drive mine. Right. Which works out perfectly, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate yeah. having to pull out a car to pull out a car. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I could fit it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I could yeah, fit yeah. it, but eh, I don't know. It's just maybe later. Right. The market is still really, really hot. So. And I don't know that it's gonna go down. To be honest with you. I don't know either, but I'm gonna take my chances. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You know. Well, I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about investing the money that I'm considering spending on a car. Oh, versus buying a car. Versus buying a car, and then in five years, whatever that money turns into, that's the car I buy. Ah, that's interesting. That'd be a nice experiment, right? Yeah, yeah, it's long like, one. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like me. Like I do. I like I put twelve k in there, and like five years, it's like three k. <laughs> right. That would suck, man. Right. That yes, would suck. Yes, but yes. yeah. Anyway, back to your S two k. So trunk lid, airbox, OEM airbox, and I bought a OEM bumper this week. Yes. That had um the special edition club racer, uh, front lip. Yeah, and it looks like a legit ass lip. Well, it's OEM. Yeah, like it's su- but it like it looks super quality. Oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, OEM like there was another one that was already so there was a copy a rep bumper. Yeah. That was already painted red that somebody I've been waiting for him to sell. He told me he was going to sell it and he hasn't yet. Yeah. 
but it was a rep of a Voltex bumper. Okay. And part of me, yeah, I know it's like snobbery. It's a little bit snobbery, but it's like I'd rather know that I got a cheaper, legit bumper, which is what this is. Yeah. Than a fake higher end bumper. And like just something about that just to me, I don't know. You know, it's like it's funny because you're the only one that's going to know. That's correct. That's absolutely correct. You know, so like it's not it, it, right. You're not trying to flex on anyone. That's right. You're flexing on yourself. <laughs> right. Or, or it's just like me knowing that like it's just like it's just impure or something yeah, about it just like, isn't I think, right. I, I think you appreciate the car so much. Yes. Yes. That you're like, I, you know, I want to dress it up with quality stuff. Yes. That's exactly, exactly right. So I found somebody who posted this, the bumper and the lip together, okay. as you could see. He has a CR S2000, which is the special edition, like I mentioned. Right. Um, but he tracks it. Okay. And so he bought this bumper years ago, I guess, and he didn't really want to put a nice bumper on his car anymore because oh, he tracks then lose it. it. Yeah. And yeah, then lose it. So he, he put this up, but he only put it up on Craigslist. How old is he? He's he's like my age, like mid thirties. Oh, the old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, but no. I was like, why aren't you on like the 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 Facebook groups? He's like, I don't have social media. Oh, I have a friend like that. So in a way that was to my benefit. Absolutely. Because nobody saw this shit. No, only like advanced millennials. <laughs> Are on, me. <laughs> are yes. on Craigslist anymore. Yes, yeah. I still peruse occasionally because you yeah. never know what gems you'll How find. How much did he have it listed for? He had it listed for 11 So brand new, uh, an unpainted bumper and a painted OEM lip is uh, 1100 Wow. So although this is yellow, it does come with the emblem. Yeah. So that, the black emblem's another 60 bucks, brand new. Um. But also, like, the black uh, trim under the lip and those bolts, that's also extra cost, not included in, on that 1100 I just mentioned. Right. And so what did you pay? So I paid a uh, grand. I tried to talk him down to nine. Yeah. He wasn't budging. Yeah. And he had the demeanor of, no, I didn't, I, I didn't think eight was going to be uh, nice. Oh, you thought he was going to punch you? Uh, That's the figure you have to go with. You know that, right? I know. you. I know. I know. I'm not John, though. I'm not like the the, the king of uh, the, yeah, the negotiation. I'm a pussy, basically. <laughs> but at least I'm not paying like full asking. Oh, for sure. Full you, asking. I, I know. You, you, yeah, I think you won. For yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, exactly. So, um, my next step, obviously, is to get the yellow painted off. I almost, I almost wanted to get a yellow S two thousand instead. <laughs> <Just keep laughs> You're gonna buy a whole car. There was one that came up this week. I was like, should I offer to trade? But it's like, nah, that's like a lot of hoops I'd have to jump through. Versus, wow, yeah. you think people would try to, would trade based on color? Well, it was lower a uh, lower miles yellow S two thousand, but all stock. I have wheels, exhaust. And I didn't. I wasn't sure if they'd even take my offer. I, the car sold like in an instant. Oh, so okay. It, I'm glad it did because I. What are S two thousands going for right now? This one was 100k. Okay. Same year as mine. Okay. Not original seats, uh, just the older gen seats, all stock. Okay. Just the fact that it was yellow and 100k, they are selling it at 22,000. 100k miles. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Damn. So, they are. I see. So my car at one forty five thousand miles. 
I'll give you 5K. <laughs> <laughs> we lowball the fuck out of each other, huh? Yeah, so that plus my wheels and tires and the exhaust, I'd have to put cash on top. And I was like, you know, that's just not um, – just yeah, doesn't make sense. And, you, and you're starting over because you got to get the Correct. tires. You got to get – yeah. Yes, and yeah, exactly. So, so now I'd, you're just going to – why don't you paint this yourself? I've thought about that. Yeah. I just want it to be perfect. Yeah. Not, I've thought about that because I know you've gone that route, right? Yeah. Well, I, but it's on the race car. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like yes. that's why I, that's why I was able to convince myself. Yeah, just paint it yourself because I don't really care if it's perfect or not. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. your car is more of a street car. Yes. So I wouldn't wa- I wouldn't do that with the E ninety two. No. Nah. Like I. I'd well, probably, you have that nice silver, so that'd be yeah, hard to ma- harder match. Than, harder to match than yeah. my flat red. But even so, even if it was red or black, mm-hmm, I'd probably mm-hmm. have someone do it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So now I'm currently on the hunt to get this painted. Um, great deal. It's the lip I wanted. It's the full setup I wanted. I have an extra bumper now, too, after the fact, so I'm not drilling into my current bumper. To appeal a little more to your frugality. Yes. Um, because I don't have any paint protection on my E92, mm-hmm. Through canyon running and just general excited driving, I have, like, paint chips and, like, rock chips. Yes. So I wouldn't mind getting my bumper repainted, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so maybe we can get, like, a deal. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, more parts, more labor, but we're splitting it between us two. I'll I'll inquire. Yeah. I'll definitely inquire. But because it's two different colors, it's technically two jobs. Do you think they give a deal? I because think just based on the amount of work, maybe, maybe. Okay. Right. If if not, then no. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll get it painted elsewhere. But yeah, I'm thinking, you know, if it's an option, maybe we can figure that out. I'll talk to him. Yeah. And then you can you can pay for it, and I'll. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think about it. Uh, pay me back. <laughs> I'll take a look at the paint job, and then I'll let you know if I'm paying you. Right. Or not. <laughs> okay. That works for me. Sounds fair. No, that's. I mean, I, that's it. It kind of. When you mentioned that you were kind of looking into trading into another S2000, it yes. makes sense because, dude, that looks so clean. Dude, the bump. Uh, the yellow looks really good. It's a yellow pearl. Yeah. So it's an expensive paint job. Yeah. And it's perfect as far as, I mean, I almost feel bad, like, tear, taking it off to put red on top. Your body guy is going to be like, what the fuck are you yes, doing? Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know, this is yeah. perfect. It, it really is. And that's kind of why I was like, oh, that yellow car came up. I did want yellow over red. Yeah, yeah. Also. Yeah, that's true. And so I was like, oh, man. You know what, dude? Just fuck it. Paint the car yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Not a or bad maybe, idea. Yeah. Or maybe just wrap it. I, yeah, I, you know, I thought about that, too. If it, if it could match the color, that's probably a potential way. Because um, then you, reten- re- you retain the original paint on this. Yes. It'll probably cost you as much to wrap the car as to paint this bumper. Maybe a little more. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then you can go back to red. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. That'd be cool. Ah, fucking A, John. <laughs> <laughs> Because a wrap costs, what, two grand? Uh, Wasn't it like two grand for a good one? Yeah, I would say probably around there. Maybe a little less. I don't know. Your car doesn't have a lot to wrap. There's no roof. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, yes, far, far less to so wrap. So I, I think I, th- I don't think it'd be as much. But I also don't know wrapping too well. So. Mm. 
damn it, John. <laughs> Just some things to think about, man. But yeah, I mean, how long do you think it'll sit in the garage before you get something done? I with can't it? let it sit here like this. Um, it irritates me just being on the floor. Right. Um, so a, cu- a week or so, hopefully. And then um, you get the car wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> you lined that one up, didn't you? <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm just trying to get it um done. Hopefully, before the end of the year. Yeah. And then we'll have some new IG photos. I will say, when I came in and saw it, I did wish your S2K was yellow. Oh, really? Yeah, when I saw oh, it. Oh, dude, yeah, the it yellow is so gorgeous. Clean, yeah, man. Ah. Oh, I want God. a yellow car. Yeah, yeah. Is there any other car, that's, any any car with less horsepower than the S2000 that that's can yellow? pull off yellow? Well, Miatas are yellow. That can pull off yellow. And NA Miata, that's there's yellow ones. There are yellow ones. There are yellow NA Miatas. There are yellow IS three hundreds. A solar yellow. Is that lower horsepower than a S two K? It's two hundred. Okay. Even although it's a six cylinder. Um, there is yellow MR twos. OEM yellow. OEM yellow MR twos. Yeah, very very rare. I I came across one at one point. Um. And MR2 spiders, but that, that won't pull it off, right? Yeah, That's no, not that doesn't camp. really pull it off. So JDM World, um, I think there's yellow 350Zs, right? No? Maybe? I don't know. They or wrap up so much, it's hard to tell what colors are OEM and what what isn't. Yeah. Um, yellow NSX. Wink, wink. Yeah, you're right. What's the stock power on NSX? Do you know? 280. That was the era of everything was 280 horsepower. Oh, okay, yeah. So there's a yellow NSX. But the NSX pulls off any color. Correct. Absolutely. Although I wouldn't drive a lime green one. No? I like I wouldn't drive it too long before I got it got it painted or wrapped. Would you do forest green? Yes. Like like, like a pearly forest green. Like a British green? Yes. green? Yes. Yes. I yeah. would definitely do that. Yeah, those are that's yeah, nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, nice green like that uh-huh. always works. Mm-hmm. Uh I think a BRZ came in a yellow. Did it? I feel like that doesn't work for me. No, that won't work for you. Red, it, it red passes for the BRZ. But yellow on the BRZ, I don't think it does. Okay. No. Okay. Um, what else is? Well, the Integra Type R was yellow, Phoenix yellow. Yeah, I mean that that pulls it off. Yeah, of course. Not the price tag. Not but, the price tag for sure. But the car yes. pulls it off. And that's the color I'd want for the uh, Type R Integra Type R. You have a yellow broom right behind you. I do. Well, and I'm looking at the Hot Wheels on the wall. So those are I, a lot of those cars are yellow. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So um, one is an NSX, one's a Type R, and one's the RX-7. Oh, you cheating bastard. Well, <laughs> and a Miata on the lower level there. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of yellow, man. You, yes. should, have, you should have a yellow S2000. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. I, okay. wish, I wish we could be like – I don't know. I don't want to be a hoarder because – I d- I think every car deserves to have an owner that will drive it yes. and enjoy it yes. and then move on yeah. with it. Yeah. But sometimes I wish I could have like 60 36s. Do you feel like you could six. have s- like 6 S2000s? I've thought about two. The salvage one was like really interesting in my head. Yeah. Two would be interesting. What stopped you? Um not wanting to spend the money. Being uh, cheap. Salvage title for me. Not the salvage title for sure. Because it would be a uh, not a beater car, but a car I could be willing to beat up on without caring as much. Well, how many miles were on that car? Do you remember? Probably, I think like 180, 170. Yeah, so this definitely. It's up there. Yeah, it's got some use. 
Yes. Yeah. Use and loose. Okay, but let's get into our next segment. Uh, we'll talk about the S2000 once you get that bumper on. Mm-hmm. Or the car wrapped. Yes. Moving on to profiling the legends, Smokey Eunuch. And Smokey this is Unic. not uh, y- the Eunuch <laughs> we mentioned during our meeting. Yes. Henry Smokey Eunuch yes. was a race mechanic in NASCAR. Okay. Uh, prolific designer, owned patents. I mean, he was a very talented dude. Mm-hmm. He was in his skills were in demand. Okay, but the reason why he is a legend on today's show is because he is one of the most prolific rule benders in okay. history. Okay, and we're gonna go through a list of shit that this man did. <laughs> All right. So the rules did not state anything about the temperature of racing fuel in NASCAR. So. Smokey Eunuch decided to cool his fuel so much that it was nearly frozen. Okay. Before putting it in the fuel tank. Before putting in the fuel tank. So then the gas would heat up, heat up, and expand, and it would require fewer pit stops. Okay. So he was using like chemistry. Uh huh. To to hack NASCAR. That's smart. Hell That's yeah! Smart. There, there's no, really there was smart. nothing against the rules. Yes. But soon after, NASCAR put in fuel temp regulations Wow! because of him. So that was okay. kind of his first strike, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. The rules did not state anything about how much fuel a car could carry in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So they designed a car for the Indy 500 in the 1964 Hearst uh, floor shifter special. It had an off-center cockpit. Okay. And to balance the weight on the other side, they put a fuel tank. And a fuel tank in front. Okay. So now he had a ton of extra fuel, right? And in the car, but the car is balanced because all the weight is on on the Even. right corner, uh, evenly distributed around the car. Okay. But everyone thought it was weird because the guy is driving on the side of the car. Although that's how we drive on the track. Yes. You know, most of the time the driver is centered. centered. Oh. But in okay. order to get more fuel, uh huh, he did it this way. Oh wow. Soon after this, NASCAR instituted. Uh, regulations around how much fuel you can carry. Ah, yeah, okay. man. So then he moves on to the next one. The rules did not say anything about pumping abrasives through the exhaust manifold. Now, what I mean by that is that the rules clearly stated that porting out your manifold was illegal. Okay. If you were porting it by hand. Okay. So what he did is he pumped an abrasive through. The manifold. Okay. Which technically meant that he wasn't porting it by hand. Yes. And so he achieved the result. Of a port. Of a port without, without. an actual port. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good it's on like, him. Dude, good on this, him. I mean, it's it's crazy that he's thinking of these things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And, and they're yielding real benefits. Um, and soon after that. Uh, they closed that loophole. Of course. But, I mean, the NASCAR, or in this case, I think it was NASCAR, stated that this was legal after it was reviewed. Oh, really? Yeah, they were like, okay, yeah, I mean, he, he didn't port it. Oh, okay. Technically. But I do think, like, this is kind of... That's sketch a little. It's really, like, That's it's gray into black s- instead of correct. just starting gray. Yes. Like, you're, you're yes, definitely, yes. definitely skating the rules there. Mm-hmm. The rules did not say anything about the size of your fuel lines. This okay. dude. Okay, so the size of the fuel tank became regulated in NASCAR. 
So this guy had to figure out something else, some other way around the fuel rules to carry more fuel, right? This is something that he'd been working on for a while, a variety of different ways. And instead what he did is he made a fuel line that was two inches wide and 11 feet long. <laughs> to carry just to that carry, much more fuel. How much more, how much more fuel do you think he could carry? Uh, two inches wide. What's, uh, what was the standard width? Did I, it say? I d- it didn't say, but it's a standard with fuel line. You've seen them. Yes. You know, they're they're not even. It's like a hose, garden hose. like. Yeah, but it's not right? even an, half an inch. Right. You know? Um, Isn't it like, isn't the formula like pi r squared for volume? And what then the multiply fuck are you talking <laughs> And then you multiply it by 11 oh, feet. Oh, man. You know what? I just realized. What? If we're on YouTube, we yes. can't cuss. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Okay. We're going to have to beat some stuff, maybe. Who cares? Well, yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Who cares? Yes. Who okay. cares? All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, so five gallons. Five gallons Five extra, extra gallons of fuel. That's huge. That's enormous, man. Yes, 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 yes. That's, it. that's an enormous amount of fuel and just in that line. And it's like, man, dude, that's that can make or break a race wow. for sure. At five extra fuels, it was banned. Wow. Soon after it was banned. The rules did not say anything about using basketballs. (laughs) This is probably one of my favorite ones. So he would shove an inflated basketball into an oversized fuel tank before the car was inspected. When they filled the tank up with fuel, it would appear that the amount of fuel in the fuel tank was the correct amount of fuel. So the fuel tank was the correct size. Yes. When he was done getting reviewed, he, would take the he went back out. and take the basketball out, deflate the basketball, take, take it, it out. out, and add the rest of the fuel. <laughs> That's crazy. There was nothing in the rules that stated that was illegal at the time. Oh, because they only regulated by checking how much got into the tank. Exactly. But, I, I mean, he did skirt the – I mean, he did kind of cheat, right? Yes. I mean – I guess there's nothing that explicitly says you can't use basketballs. Right. But it's an oversized tank. Yes. Right. So it is. technically that is against the rules. Right. But they were arguing that it wasn't that there was actually no rule that stated that. Uh well, they tried. Now the next one is sort of urban legend. Hasn't been validated. Some people think it's true, some people don't. It could be true. I want to believe it's true. Sure. The rules did not say anything about miniature race cars. So the claim is that in in 1967, he made a Chevelle that was seven-eighths scale of a real car, the real race car. So he's taking one-eighth of material off of the car, essentially, by shrinking it to seven-eighths scale. So he shrank an entire car. He shrank an entire car. So that it's lighter? Is that the... So that it's lighter, smaller, more nimble, more, you know, like, it's just a better performing car than your bigger counterparts, right, that are on track with you. Right. So you have a net gain all around. Yes. Except for capacity of fuel, maybe. And this guy went as far as to, like, not on this car, on previous cars, to dip his parts in acid to to like get the lightest chassis that he could sure. chopping cars up so the idea that he would make a 7/8 scale car <laughs> is not extreme now i did find that during the the 1967 i think 68 years he was backed 
by Chevy. Okay. He was getting support from Chevy. So for me to believe that Chevy was involved in making a 7 eighth scale car mm-hmm. seems a little far-fetched. But it's not But impossible. maybe they weren't involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but maybe they weren't involved and he actually did this. Mm-hmm. But there's a ton of information that says that this is just kind of urban legend or whatever. But okay. I do want to believe this would be like the – the his, uh, his like, magnum opus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the like, cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah the like ultimate the cheat. ultimate cheat, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm making a miniature version of the car. <laughs> Which you can hardly tell, right? Yeah. That's why you, it was how like would seven, you be able to tell seven yeah, eight w- scale without a tape measure? Yeah, I mean, and if he's taking it, I'm probably I'm pretty sure it's not an even shrink, right? Yes. It's probably like chopped it down the middle or something. Mm-hmm. How do you tell, right? Like who's who's out there taking a tape measure to a car? No one's doing that. They did that in F1 this year, though. Oh, they did. They took, yeah. I think oh, they measured. But that's, the, only, that's only on an appeal, right? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So someone and would have to appeal. Red Bull appealed that uh, Lewis Hamilton's car was just like half an inch too wide, and he got DQ'd for a race. I think. Yeah, that's, you're right. Yes. You're right. You're yeah, right. right. You're right. Right, right, right. Yeah. But this was a old, this is a old NASCAR. Right, right. Nobody was doing that. But, yeah, appeal. nobody was doing that. But, mm-hmm. man, dude, like, I mean, I was looking for maybe other – you know, stories or legends of designers doing stuff like this. I don't, I couldn't find anyone as prolific as Smokey Eunuch. Nice. He is definitely a legend. How did you come upon him? I think I saw, it was like a six minute documentary that included one of his cheats. Oh, it, it came was, up on YouTube? It was on like, like the wor- yeah, ra- probably oh, came okay, on, yeah okay, like okay. Uh, it was like top five cheats of all time. Okay. And it had his basketball cheat in it. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, man, like, how do you – of course, the competition is going to be mad. But I can't be mad at him for, for yeah, thinking for of sure. that. Yeah, right? for sure. For sure, yes. Putting a basketball in your fuel tank. Just to gain fuel capacity. Yeah. It has to be a brand-new basketball. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I wonder if the fuel – I mean, I guess it doesn't matter at this point. You've got it. It's leaded fuel. Yeah. So there's yeah, he's sticking his arms in lead. Oh, at that time, they, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, not, yeah. they're not giving a crap about yes, that. Yes, but yes. that is Smoky Eunuch, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome, very awesome. Yeah, man, I, I, that guy's really cool for yes. sure. I'm, I need to look up. I wish, I wish this guy had a book. Oh, he didn't. Obviously, you know, he's gone from the world now. I don't know. Okay. Maybe okay. I didn't look up if he was dead or not. Okay. I uh, hopefully he's still alive and cheating. Sure. Yeah, but anyway, let's get into our last segment of the day, Holidays for Car Guys. Yes. Um, We did Hanukkah the last time we did this. We're doing Kwanzaa today, and we're putting a bit of a car spin on on the holidays, kind of introduce each of these holidays. We'll end on Christmas, closer to actual Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for Kwanzaa... What we're doing is we're taking the seven virtues, which you're going to go through, yes, of Kwanzaa, and kind of, and we're going to discuss like how we think it fits into the car world, or how, or where we see those things in the car world. But Randy, I'll let you take it from here. Where yeah. are we starting? So I guess um, with Kwanzaa, what they're celebrating is seven specific virtues for I guess the year. Yeah, there's no real religious um, tie to it, other than maybe. Um, culture yeah ethnic culture for african-americans so this this celebration wasn't invent it was uh invented relatively recently 
um, in the 1900s, okay. late 1900s, so after 1950s, I think. Oh, wow. So somewhere around the 70s or 80s is what I believe. I'm not going to look it up, but it's all on Wikipedia. <laughs> but given, you know, that's my pre-intro. Yeah. What we're talking about here is is that the seven virtues that they celebrate and how it ties to car culture. Right. And, I mean, they pick some really, really great virtues. I'm not going to use the African terms. Okay. But I will use the uh, English ones. Oh, so the, for sure. The first one is unity. Yes. So we see unity in the car world. How and where, John? I mean, it's kind of everywhere. Yes. Um, the car scene, I think, is definitely kind of clicked. Mm-hmm. There's your car show people. There's your cars and coffee people. Yep. There's your track people. Yeah. But then between each of those is a bridge. Yes. Even like the lowrider guys. Yeah. You know, there's something that ties us together. Mm-hmm. So, at, like, even the car show guys, the track guys, like, everyone's sort of got a passion for cars, right? Yes. When, once you undress whatever you're doing, yep. you it's just a passion for cars. That's what's left. Yes. Right? So, I think uh, it's – I mean, I, I had a – I had a discussion with a guy I met um, when I went out recently and went out to where to eat. Okay. And the conversation was kind of small talkish. Okay. Right. And then the topic of cars came up. Uh huh. Immediate friends. Oh, really? You know, like that's what that's that's what unity is in the car culture. I think Mm, to me, you know, the fact that you have now like it's a way a way to break the ice with somebody. Yes. You know, this is how this started. That's exactly right. right. That's yes, how this yes, started. Yes, yes, you know, yes, if yes. you didn't like cars, fuck Randy. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast never would have happened. This never would have been birthed. You're right. Which is probably good for some people, but <laughs> you're right. No, and given you're in the Euro side, I'm on the JDM side. Yeah. Despite that, we have a unified passion for cars. We all want each other's cars. Right. Right. That's know? that's very true. That's yeah. very very true. And like we I, secretly want to drive each other's cars. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, we want, I yeah. want to own an S2K. You've talked about wanting an E36. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, I mean, definitely. It, it's one of those things like, you know what's another thing that dis- that's described this way and I see described this way a lot? Mm. Pot. Yes. Like yes. smokers are always cool with each other. Like that. that's yeah, that it, it's a bonding, uni- yes. unifying right. uh, item. I think cars is on even on a higher level. Where it, you can actually even like if there's two people and they're not getting along for mm-hmm. some reason, like they just met, they're not getting along, but then they both find out that they're car people. Yes, they'll start getting along. <laughs> you know, like it'll it'll yeah. it'll mediate conflict. That's true because you could even say, yeah, there's so many levels of it too. There's so many niches, subcultures, yeah, in the car world. Oh, you're right. There's way. I mean. We got an accepted pod who does like anime car stuff. Right. Race FF, who's like really, really track focused on an F a front wheel drive car. Yeah, only. absolutely. And you got Garage Heroes in training. They're doing like superhero stuff with racing. Right, right. And yeah. I mean they're and like every every single kind of segment or niche has its community. Yes. But then we really are a, a big community. Oh yeah. All together, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, there you go. Community unity, man. Like, yes, that's that. The, it's it's what, it's the bridge that is always there between car people. Yes, you know, like no matter what, you can rely on that. Like, 
just for the sheer fact that you don't have to small talk someone. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 You know, like, like if you ask them if they want if they want a Gallo twelve or a Gallo twenty four, they're gonna know. What's that? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Twelve or a twenty four? Would Gallo you tw- would you put a Gallo tw- twelve or a Gallo twenty four in your R thirty four? R thirty four? Yeah. Gallo twelve. It's or from Gallo? Mass and the Furious. It's what uh Paul Walker or uh, Brian okay call uh, uh asked the um, FBI agent they wanted to put on the on the case instead of him. Oh, in the very first one, in then? the very first one, and he and he's this is what he's doing to let them know that like, he's not he a car person. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> and Gallo, you, and you 20- fe- and you fell for it, and it was Gallo was the pizza place that he was eating from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember the part, but I haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't even remember quotes. Yeah. I don't quote the movie. Yeah, no, I quote the movie for sure. <laughs> Clearly, so. um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, Unity. Unity is is definitely there. I mean, is that what it is to you? Um, To me, it's all of what you said. I mean, SEMA is where we felt it the most. Yeah. I let's just say like the night, uh, the second uh, the second night when we hung out with uh, Fixer Bong Bong and Eli Villa. Yeah. Different sub niches from different parts of the country. Even there, you know, like even like before the first time we were going to go. It's it's not easy to just walk up to spe- with no experience to walk up to someone and be like, can I interview you? Yes. You know what I mean? But yes. every time we did it and we talked to somebody, it's it was this. Yeah. Just talking about it cars, was. just chopping it up like if we were in a garage. And that's all over SEMA. Of course, we're not like talking to executives and whatnot. But yeah. And you'll get the occasional booth babe that says, stop <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I was genuinely asking whether oh, yeah, she for knew. Sure. Yeah. You know, I wasn't trying to be demeaning in any shape, uh, way, shape, or form. Yeah. But did we even talk about cars the night, that one night? No, did we even? We didn't even talk cars, did You're we? right. We didn't even talk cars. No. I mean, it was hard where we went to yeah. even talk. Yes. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, we, we, really we talk talked cars. about, we talked more about like media. Okay. Yeah. Then we did cars. We yeah. did talk some cars. Yeah, some we talked track about the world, current events type stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they yeah, it kind of devolved to that after mm-hmm. a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that but what's fun. the next virtue? So my my laptop died, <laughs> 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 but I have the card. Can you pull uh, it up on Trello? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my laptop died. Uh, yes. Okay. So then I am taking over. You are. Sorry. Okay. The next one is, then now you're going to kick this one off. Sure. Self-determination. Self. Oh, my goodness. Is that ever a car thing? Yeah. Especially for the guys that work on their cars. Yes. That is the absolute uh, ultimate. In You need to be 1,000% determined. Yes. To work on a car. To see something through to oh, the yeah. end for something you've never done. Yeah. Or even if you've done it and you hit a major hurdle or wall, let's call it a wall. Yeah. Where you've got to break shit or, like, find a creative solution. Yeah, or, like, saw a metal rod in half. Yes. And you yeah. only have a handsaw. Yes. You yes. know, like, yep. yeah, I think, uh, you know, with cars, really any cars, be it street cars, but more so motorsport. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of self-determination to participate. Absolutely. You know, things are going to break. You know, I've bent like $300 parts at a place, lost lips, lost bumpers mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the first time out with the car. Yeah. You yeah. know, and yep. it's it's just part of it. And yes. you've got to be determined to fix it and come back. Yes. And work at it. And I think, yeah, definitely the car world has a lot of that. 
and it, it takes a lot of bravery to, to do that kind of stuff, right? It does. Like, Even now, sometimes I'll think, and this is totally, I'm just kind of bragging on myself, mm-hmm. but sometimes, like, now I'm like, how the fuck did I do everything I did with the E36? Yeah. Like, what yeah. gave me the confidence to, to do this? Because you even did a clutch swap, right? Oh, I did. Yeah, I pulled the transmission. I did. Yes. A, I did everything, all the parts. I serviced the transmission. Like myself, I didn't open it up, but I did like the, the tent pins and all that, which right. is technically a little more advanced. Yes, I haven't I, done that you know, shit. I, that's I, for I sure. Did the, I worked the Vanos, which is the VTEC stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I refreshed that. I, I uh, you know, rebuilt my Vanos myself. I mean, the, the en- outside of the engine coming out, everything was touched on, right? And yeah. replaced and, yeah. you know, moved around or whatever. But. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when it comes that's down true. to it, well, when it comes down true. to it, we'll we'll get back in there and do it. Mm-hmm. Like I I get in moments where I'm like, man, you know, like if I was an athlete. Yeah. And I got like I, and I was a world <laughs> if, big if, <laughs> big if, if we if we, we were, were athletes, athletes yes, right? Yes. And I won a championship. We would be buff as fuck. And whatever, <laughs> yeah. no, in whatever whatever sport, right? Mm-hmm. We were world champions, sure. right? Do you think you'd be satisfied? Do you think you'd be motivated to win another one, or do you think you'd kind of like take a step back? Ooh, that's a good question. Am I hungry like Kobe, or am I not as hungry and I'm like the 04 Pistons kind of, or whatever? Yeah, right? or Charles Barkley. Or Charles Barkley. <laughs> there you go. That's a good. That's a good one. Although um, he didn't win, so it's a little bit different scenario. Right, right, right. Um. I might fall into the fat and lazy category. Yeah, dude. Like. Because yeah. of my thoughts of working of what I did with the car, yeah. and where I'm at right now, and my desire to work on it, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm like, a d- do it, and then I'm done. Yes, I had the experience. Now yes. I don't want to do it again. Yeah, but I think just working on cars, it's cool, but it sucks. Yeah, it's cool in that you're building shit for yourself, right? And that you're you're coming up with a ton of cool stuff, mm-hmm. and you get a race car at the end of it. Mm-hmm. But when things keep breaking and every time you go to the track, you have to fix something, yes. right? Usually it's something small, right? A, a splitter bracket, Perhaps. a splitter, right? Right. But then when it gets into major things, like shout out to uh, RaceFF Pod and Kelvin Ariola. He has a YouTube. They did a, they did a lemons race. Yes. Um, okay. You see that? In Caroline? NorCal. Yeah, in NorCal. Caroline was there uh, driving and they blew a motor in a – shitty like 99 corolla i didn't know i didn't watch the video or anything. yeah they yeah. blew them i've been following this so closely i'm like it's just like high drama for me okay so they blow a motor the day the first day of the event mm-hmm. then they go to a junkyard okay they buy another motor and work until four in the morning installing the new motor okay to run again the next day tell me that's not self-determination <laughs> like would you do that no, probably not. That's like, a, that's extreme, man. Yeah, that's shout out. They won a shit. I, I forgot the name of the trophy, but they won an award from Lemons because of the determination. A, a heroic fix. That's what they call oh. it. The heroic fix award. Wow. And that 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 alone tells you right there. Yes. It's like yeah, that's that's huge, dude. Yes. For a team of dudes just to be like, you know what? Let's just get another motor. And have the wherewithal yeah that's true very very that's true not, i don't know i i think i would have been like that's my weekend <laughs> <laughs> buy lemon car yeah, yeah no you know, absolutely yeah exactly. like i mean if 
it's a bit of a different story if I was like, you know, in a competition making correct. money. Correct. Correct. Right? It's a little different. Yeah. But when it's for glory like that, it's it's just the real bad motherfuckers it's who like are actually doing the swaps. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, right, oh, right. dude, I'll, I'll, I'm going to Denny's. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm going to go yeah, drop yeah. my sorrows and some moons over my hand. Right. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and I wouldn't really be that sad. It just. To oh, me, really? I'd be pretty down. Well, the car gods just weren't on my side that weekend is the way I would see something like that. Because that's yeah. it's the lemons 24 hour, 24 hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. 24 hour race. Yeah. Um, th- But that's fucking awesome that they pulled that. Oh, wait, shit out. I don't think it's it's, it's not 24 hours. It's not 24 hours. I think, OK. I don't know, actually. I don't okay. know completely. OK. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, I don't I, it's. The self-determination is definitely there Absolutely. in the car world. Yes. I think it might come and go yes. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, like when I when I lost my bumper the first time on the shakedown mm-hmm. of the E36, first time out of the garage on its own, you know, four feet, I was kind of broken a little bit. Uh, that would break me. Yeah. I was the- like, damn, I did all this. Right. And I come out here, and on turn two, yes. I lose it and lose a bumper. Yeah. And I could have kept going, I guess, without a bumper, but I had such a bad taste. And I, I was in a confused state of a lot of anger, uh-huh. but also kind of, like, depressed about what had happened. <laughs> so demoralized. Demoralized. That's right? probably the, the better word. That's a good yeah. word, yeah. But anyway, let's move into the next one. Collective work and responsibility. Oh, uh, and your example just now, the lemons thing, that's – um. That's a perfect example of it. Yeah. When you start talking to another car guy, they'll give you their two cents about how to fix something if you ask them. And they'll jump in and help. And they will. Even absolutely. when they don't want to. That's true. Very you know, true, too. Like, yes. It's almost an obligation as part of the car tribe. Yes. You know, yeah. like, oh, dude, if you know how to wrench, right. come on, let's get in on this. Right. So, I mean, that's for sure collective work, especially with what was described. You're right. And even, like, there's a lot of charity in the car world, you know, uh, toy drives, food drives. We've been to some, Yeah. you know, well, you know, we can talk about what the advantages are for who, you know, about Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. what the purpose of those things actually are. But, you know, as long as it's getting to people and actually helping them, like that's the intention. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of that in the car world for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, that responsibility is, Mm -hmm. is available everywhere. The next one, Cooperative economics. Uh, cooperative economics. So is that socialism? <laughs> <laughs> like everybody gets Why the same amount of money? It's, it's uh, it sounds like that. Cooperative <laughs> economics is more like uh, – cooperative econ- economics is like you support me, I support you. Like you have a, you have a part shop. Uh-huh. Right, I have a service shop. Oh, okay. So okay. you come to me for service, I go oh, to you for parts. Okay, okay. That that's a that's a cooperative eco- cooperative economics. I mean, just like anything, it's a little bit of a mix, but it leans more towards there is a lot of cooperative. There economics. is a lot. I mean, amongst or different organizations, yes. there's a ton of cooperative economics in the car world. Yes, I think the car world is very very supportive in that way. Even you know, even so with some of the coffee stuff that we're doing, mm-hmm. we're getting uh, support from a lot of people on you know Cafe Carrera, mm-hmm. um, just for the sheer fact that we're a car community. Yes, and and that's kind of the the whole drive and impetus behind that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think, uh, although it's probably not as explicit as it is, 
you know, with the Quants of Virtues, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's definitely there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's especially with there. aftermarket shops out here. Yeah, definitely there. I would imagine even the corporate world is kind of that way. With like oh, for sure, yeah. Auto zones and yeah, you know, all those kind of aftermarket McGuire's yeah, teams being sponsored by race parts. And, right. You know, all, it's, right. It's all the mix. Yeah. Yes. Like if you followed it, it'd be interesting to follow follow money like the same dollar mm-hmm. through. Oh, the car world. Ah, that's an the interesting. Ecosystem, right? That's a very economic thing for you to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you must have an econ major. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. interesting to see. No, like, that would be. That's where cool. it goes. Yeah, follow like, the trail. How much money? How much of the money that you've spent has ended back in your pocket? Because of what? What do you mean? Like, like you? I don't know. You you bought you bought a a used part from somebody, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. They bought. Uh, another part from somebody else. Who oh, then, like, like, right. And then eventually right, right, that right. money somehow comes back to you. You sell, <laughs> you buy it because another, it recirculated yeah, within the car world. It recirculated within the car ah, world, and that's, that's how that's how money actually works. Yes, that's, that's right. That's how the economy works. Yes, that's it's just right. constantly moving in different circles. And the movement is the good part of it, or you want movement. For sure, you want you a want lot want of movement. movement. Yeah, yes, you want yes. plenty of movement for yes, sure. Yes. The next virtue, purpose. Purpose. So this is kind of to build the community uh, with purpose, right? Restoring people to their traditional greatness is the the statement that they put here. Okay, so I would I would akin that to just like restorers, maybe, or uh, us keeping ship boxes alive. Oh yeah. So I would put it there in my head is because like you know, cars were designed by designers. Yeah. That makes them moving works of art. And in some sense of the world, you know, when you look at a car, part of what's the beauty of it, I think, is is um, that car was an everyday car in the era that it came out in. Right. So that's for people. That's why they so they f- see so much kinship to it is because it reminds them of that moment. And that's what art actually ultimately is. It's like it influences the culture at that moment in time. So like there's a like a innate feeling towards it because of that moment or it it triggers memories right yeah and so we um we give these old cars purpose by reviving that for a lot of people even like you know i see your car and i remember the e36 m3 at my uh my college parking lot yeah yeah, loving the astoro blue oh that fucking guy's car yes yes, but even more so with like the wider community of you know the car community Mm mm-hmm I mean, I think the the idea behind this virtue is that the purpose is to elevate everybody in the car community, mm, right? Okay, yes. And I don't know that the whole car community elevates itself together collectively that way, mm-hmm. but I think pockets do in that, you know, like there are parts manufacturers for you know, race car drivers, right? Like yes. where they make race parts yes. to support – the race car driver and the race car driver is supporting, you know, other brands mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's kind of all staying within the car community, kind of elevating everything, everything together. Right. Um, right, right. And I, I, yeah, definitely. That's probably, this was probably the, the loosest tied one. Okay. But it's definitely involved. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. next one is big creativity to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. That can be questionable at times. Yeah, Didn't that you, what was the Spanish word for uh, the those uh, the Hispanics that do really bad mods? 
Oh, paisa mod. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think well, they're trying. Their intention is there. That's what I say. Like, they're it's questionable in taste. Yes, but, but the intention is there. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate on that dude. Correct. Right? I think the Correct. part that the 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 part that's missing or the part that's not followed here is the like takeover community. Ooh. Right. Those okay. dudes are are what kill the creativity side. So if you ask mainstream, like mainstream people, right? Not mm-hmm. just car people, mainstream people. If the car world does as much as it can to leave the community more beautiful, mm-hmm. I think you would probably have a 50-50 split of answers. Okay. Because of that, you know, there mm-hmm. is a lot of attention put on the negative sides of the car community, like takeovers, like street racing. Sure. Sure. You know, that puts puts the car community in negative light. Mm-hmm. And now there's even a new, like a, a, I don't know if it's a new movement, but a big move it, movement against cars altogether. Oh, you mean like bike lane uh, hippies? Yeah, bike lane hippies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where they make some legit Validate arguments. points. Yeah, yeah, valid points yeah, in terms of like pollution sure. and the amount of yeah. space it takes to, yeah. to have cars. Right. Um, but other, th- I would say then other than those like egregious violators of the car community, which the car community doesn't accept, I shouldn't right. even be talking about them like they are part of the car community. Right. Um, but I know that the mainstream puts them in the car community, yeah. almost even exclusively represented by them in Correct. some cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because we're too boring for them to oh, put us sure. on the yeah, map. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're not going to put us on the news. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah, the yeah. fuck are these guys? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the last one, faith. To believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and righteousness and victory of our struggle. This one, I, I'm, I'm not even going to tie to... The car community? To the car community. Okay. Um. I think this is just a everybody thing. Mm, humankind. Know? Humankind. Level. Like yeah. Just, yeah. 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 I mean, like, it's that. I mean, everyone is part of a struggle. Some yes. are more, have more. Uh, Difficult struggles than others. Right. Yeah. Let's call some it people that. have it easier. Yes. You know, some people have it way easier. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Some people, some of us have a ton of privilege. Some of us don't. Mm-hmm. Some of us have a lot of opportunity, all this stuff. Some of us don't, but in some way or another, we're all struggling. And I think being conscious of that yes. helps you empathize with people. For sure. Be nice to everybody. Yes. I think uh, that's a beautiful thing, uh, beautiful thing about the Kwanzaa virtues. I mean, mm-hmm. I think a lot of truth is spoken in terms of humanity in general. Right. Not just specific to a single group of people. Correct. Although this is, you know, specifically for the African-American community. Right. Um, you know, we're not trying to adopt this or whatever. No, definitely know? not that. Yes, but it's. Uh, but I, we can respect the I virtues. I definitely respect this. I think ap- appreciate you know, them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. a lot of this. I think even like other religions and stuff. All of this is not really re- religious. Has some aspect of this, mm-hmm. and, and I think. Mm-hmm. I think if we should all key on these things. Yes, and not know? all the bullshit. Not all the bullshit. Yes, that'd be abs- nice. absolutely. But anyway, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to try the best coffee you've ever tried, check out Carrera.cafe. That's Cafe Carrera. It's a brand of coffee we started to support our uh, impossible car habits. Yes. Um, any last words, Randy? Shout out to the people that celebrate all holidays, especially Kwanzaa, since that's what we're covering this week. Yeah, for yes. sure. Shout yes. out to everybody. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy holidays indeed. Good night. Good night.